Hey, Richie McCormick here from OTB's Rugby Daily. We'll keep you up to date throughout this year's Six Nations. So subscribe to Off The Ball Rugby and you can listen to Rugby Daily for free wherever you get your podcasts. The Six Nations. Join in the obsession. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball. With Dove Men Plus Care. Upgrade to Dove Men's 72-hour advanced deodorant. Tough on sweat. Not on skin. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormick and on the way we hear from the Chief Executive of Sport Ireland on the need for drug testing in schools rugby or rather the lack of a need as she sees it. There's bad news for Wales ahead of their trip to Dublin and Joy Neville's final refereeing appointment is confirmed. First today, the issue of potential doping in schools rugby was on the agenda as the head of Sport Ireland faced the media. Dr Una May was speaking at the press event surrounding the government's €25 million Euro investment in high-performance sport for 2024. In November of 2011, Dr May said the IRFU and the then Irish Sports Council would introduce testing among schoolboy rugby players for performance-enhancing drugs in the very near future. That's yet to come to pass. In 2019, former Ireland captain Brian O'Driscoll told Off The Ball that he wanted to see drug testing introduced into schools rugby. I think it's far less prevalent at elite level because there is so much testing and that the players know that. I think the, the area of concern is at the underage levels at 16, 17 years of age and I don't know what it's like in the UK but in Ireland we don't have testing at schoolboy level which for me I, I don't understand because that's where the real temptation is because if I was a parent of a 15 or 16 year old skinny kid that is being pressurised into you know or being told that they're, they're not going to make it because they're not big enough and there's a temptation and there's something presents up. I would want my kid to be tested. I would want to discourage it. And I think they're going to have to come down with harsher bans as well. But speaking this afternoon, Dr May says the mechanisms don't exist to test schools' players. I suppose the most important thing to acknowledge is that Sport Ireland doesn't have jurisdiction over schools' rugby. They're not members of the IRFU in the same way as any of the clubs are, so we don't have that natural jurisdiction. So it would require an arrangement to come between the schools um, and the, the, the Schools Rugby Association and ourselves, um, we've always been willing to, to support that if, if a request came in the same way as we support many other sports who are willing to, to provide, to come to us to seek those additional tests. We don't generally target underage athletes. It's not our, our policy to target underage athletes because there are many implications to, to tar- targeting you know, doping controls at a younger age. Our, our priority is to ensure that we have deterrence and education at those levels. But in terms of testing policies, that would be a matter for schools rugby to, to, to negotiate and to deal with us separately. But we have no jurisdiction over them under the current system. And despite red flags from the school system in South Africa in particular, and calls from prominent figures to test schools players here, Dr May doesn't believe the issue is so big as to warrant a changing of Sport Ireland's attitude. Well, I, I think that we have we have yet to see any evidence of any. We've never received any concrete, um, I suppose, submissions to our report doping line that would suggest that there's a definite issue there. The um, is if you're not testing, how would you know? Well, we, we have, as I said, we have an intelligence-led approach now to our anti-doping programme and we have an intelligence, we have an investigator, a retired guard investigator working with us who helps us to interrogate the information when we receive information, but we don't receive information, so we can only assume. And in Ireland, I think it's been recognised over the years that really, you know, it's very difficult to be involved in doping in Ireland without it becoming obvious to somebody 
if not somebody close to you, somebody within your community who would, we hope, and we've, we've tried to instill that philosophy that it's important that people would report it if they see it because, you know, we can't, we can't be out there testing every single athlete in every single sport. The Scottish Rugby Union has written to World Rugby seeking the admission of a refereeing error in Saturday's defeat to France. In the closing moments of the 20 points to 16 loss, replacement lock Sam Skinner attempted to touch the ball down for a match-winning try. TMO Brian McNeese advised referee Nick Berry that the ball had been grounded but then appeared to walk back his theory and no try was awarded. According to Tom English at the BBC, Scotland's missive to World Rugby questions that decision and the message that it sends. Speaking after the game, Scotland head coach Gregor Townsend was in no doubt regarding the legitimacy of Skinner's effort. I'll leave, I'll leave that to you guys to, to decide. All I, all I can say is we're celebrating a win and I think our players were and a lot of the supporters were by the pictures they saw. We could hear the the conversations and supporters around me, Gavin Hastings in front, the media were looking at back a few times and I'm going, yeah, it's a try. So I'll leave it to, to you guys to, to make comment on more, more than that, but we believe it was a try. Rugby Daily on Off the Ball with Dove Men Plus Care. Upgrades to Dove Men's 72-hour advanced deodorant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Wales tighthead Archie Griffin looks set to miss their Six Nations trip to Dublin. He's returned to his club Bath after suffering a knee injury in Saturday's defeat to England at Twickenham. Griffin had only made his international debut coming off the bench in the second half of that game. Warren Gatland is yet to confirm a replacement for Griffin, while Tom Rogers is not yet ready to return from a chest injury and he's to remain at Scarlet's. Joy Neville's final test as an international referee will come midway through this year's Women's Six Nations. The Limerick native is quitting officiating to become the referee development manager in Connacht. Neville's final outing will come in Paris on April 14th when France play Italy in round three of the tournament. Compatriot Leo Colgan will be the TMO for that game and he's the only other Irish official for the competition with his other appointment coming at the Arms Park in week one as Wales face Scotland. American official Cat Roach will oversee Ireland's opening fixture against France in Le Mans. Holly Day Davidson will be on the whistle for Ireland's first home game against Scotland. Finally, the French city of Tours seemed to leave quite the impression on the IRFU. It's been confirmed that both the men's and women's sevens teams will have their base there during this summer's Olympic Games. Australia, Uruguay and the USA will also set up camp in Tours. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feeds to keep this podcast coming to you Monday to Friday, free of charge. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Dove Men Plus Care tomorrow.